Welcome to the sixth episode of Another Week in the Books. In the week of May 20th through May 26th, I give you the books I have thought of while reading during the week, books I'm reading during the week, books I finished this week, books I added to my reading list this week, books and authors that I heard on the podcast I was listening to this week, and the stats for the week. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Alexander, the great reader. The first segment is book thoughts. So while reading Zucked by Robert McNamee, I was thinking about a book called The Filter Bubble. That book is mentioned a lot in Zucked, and I recommend that you read it prior to reading Zucked. And it's kind of displaying how this theory of a filter bubble that is created through social media and its algorithms and the psychology that they're learning and the analyzing of the data they're they're retrieving daily in massive amounts, it's creating this filter bubble. And Zucked talks about that and how Facebook has profited and also created certain experiments with its users and it has gotten Facebook in front of Congress and affected elections and a lot of things. The other book that I thought about while reading Zucked is The Road to Unfreedom. And that talks about how social media and the news gets used by the Russian oligarchy or government to basically make fun of the news and make fun of other countries And make sure that the political leader they're trying to put position in power is praised. And all opposition, oppositional ideologies are being attacked, made fun of. Another book is Thinking Fast and Slow. That's Daniel Kahneman. And that made me think also in Zucked. Because even though we know all these things about the filter bubble, about how... Russians operate when it comes to social media and their their own media journalism. There's certain biases that we have that we cannot overcome unless you're consciously knowing that you have these biases. And even then, it's difficult to overcome them. And that book is important in that aspect, but it's very difficult because it's some deep, deep psychology, deep human nature coming out to play. And I feel that sometimes these companies know that and they integrate it into their business models, into their research. Another book while reading this week is uh, Principles by Ray Dalio. And I was thinking that when I was reading The Trillion Dollar Coach. It's about Bill Campbell. It's written by Eric Schmidt, uh, CEO of Google. And this coach that coached Google hierarchy, you know, executives, Apple executives, Amazon, high people in Silicon Valley. It was unique style. A lot of it is not transferable or you can replicate, but some of it is. And it's just like principles. Ray Dalio, he has one of the largest hedge fund. He manages billions and billions of dollars. And he has an interesting business model too. 
and it's one of the best places to work, but it's very hard to replicate and it's very hard to adapt those type of principles he has in his work environment. But it's good to be aware of them and, and know that that way of thinking and the results that that have gotten. Also, Radical Candor. I think her name was Kim, something Kim Scott. While reading Trillion Dollar Coach, and she was, I don't remember right now, but I know it was one of those Silicon Valley big companies, and she's teaching managers how to manage in a different way, just like how this coach, Bill Campbell, was being talked about in Trillion Dollar Coach. So those came up that the, when there is unique, successful coaching, mentorship, leadership, the results are great. They're so great that you can write books on it and you know hope that a little bit can be extracted in your own life or positions of leadership that you might have or will have. So books I'm reading. So I was reading this week The Assault on Intelligence by Michael Hayden, The Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass by Frederick Douglass, Crushing by T.D. Jakes, the Bishop T.D. Jakes, and I'm still reading the graphic novel Infinity by Jonathan Hackman. It's part of the 18 graphic novel series about the Infinity Gauntlet. So the books I finished this week. The first one is The Black Panther, Volume 1 by Christopher Priest. I mentioned before I like the Black Panther movies. I just started reading comics, so I'm trying to understand the character of Black Panther. And this one was really good. It was very funny, a lot of funny humor involved and intertwined throughout the graphic novel. It's pretty thick. I liked it. It had a lot of the characters that I like. It talked about how Black Panther used, was playing chess with his enemies. He knew and he was allowing certain things that looked bad and was hurting his people and was hurting his position and leadership. But he let it all happen because he was playing chess and he was leading people on like they were being successful, his enemies, but they weren't. He was just putting them in a position where he can attack them more successfully. It's really good. I'm enjoying that series. I just got the second volume. Uh, Zucked by Roger McEnmee was fantastic. One of the best books I've read this year. It just opened my eyes to what is going on with the whole Cambridge Analytica is mentioned a lot there, that whole scandal. And the way I see it is they were allowing an experiment to happen and they were amazed at the results of how they can basically direct or guide behavior, user behavior, even through automation and robots. And I think that this is a can of worms that has opened and is not going to close because that's powerful. And if any government, corporation, politician is going to take the ethical route and not use data or these filter bubble strategies or the strategies that the Russians are being accused of using... If they're not using those, it's like they're in a disadvantage because it's that powerful. Very, very powerful what this book mentions and how you can manipulate behavior, manipulate thought processes and emotions. It's crazy. You got to read it. Next is The Four Horsemen by Christopher Hitchens. I read that. I'm a Christian, but I like to 
ascribe to the ideology of knowing the opposition's argument. And I find it that when it comes to atheists, because I guess these are the four horsemen, and it's a conversation that sparked this whole atheist revolution, supposedly. And I find a lot of what they have issues with are religious. I'm not religious at all. And I find that most of the issues they have is because religious people depend on leadership, depend on intellectuals, depend on people who are courageous to lead them. And that attracts certain people that will take advantage of them. And someone who, like myself who actually reads the Bible front to back, and it's hard to do that for, to someone who is actually reading the Bible. And I think that's one of the problems. I'm sure there's Muslims and Buddhists who really read, don't read the text and just rely on the leadership's interpretations to lead them and that sometimes those people in positions of power are going to abuse them. Uncle Tom's Cabin by Harriet Beecher Stowe was eye-opening because it opened my eyes to a different side of how the Bible can be interpreted. Because throughout the Bible, I mean, throughout this book, the Bible is mentioned a lot and there's a lot of Christianity inspiration on both sides. Like, to start with the slave, he uses the Bible to inspire him to bring meaning and clarity and healing to, to this pain and suffering that's so unfair. And they believe that, you know, it's okay, I'm going to forgive my, my masters, I'm going to pray for them that they don't get the judgment that they deserve, that God has mercy. And on the side of the master, they view it as, because the Bible talks about masters and, and slaves and Israelites were had slaves and you can take the viewpoint as if you're the master you're the one that's serving God the best and you're you're the one who's pleasing the most and that's why you're in the position you're in so it kind of brings them to believe like this is my destiny because I've been faithful and I get it because they have, you have to have some kind of meaning to why you're beating these people. And there is psychology behind that because, yeah, you know, sometimes humans want to do that to other humans. It's been proven throughout history. And it's just funny how one person can read the Bible a certain way and, and another can read it another way. And it's the same book. The next one is Trillion Dollar Coach by Eric Schmidt. I really like this because... This is a a great example of the beauty of books, how someone can write a book about a person that's had this amazing life that I never heard of, but I'm glad that someone took the time to tell the story of Bill Campbell and the impact he had on Silicon Valley's biggest tech companies and tech leaders and entrepreneurs and executives. And it's a really interesting story and his strategies and the way he approached things and treated people was fantastic. It was a great read. So books I added to the reading list this week. First, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Michael Malice, and he talked about his new book called The New Right. Sounds interesting. Move, Fat, and Break Things by Jonathan Toplin. So in the book Zucked, 
by Robert McNamee. He recommends a lot of books. This is one of them. Another book re- recommended on Zucked is World Without Mind. Another one is The Facebook Effect by David Kirkpatrick. Another one on Zucked is Brotopia by Emily Chang. Another one on Zucked is The Circle by David Eggers. This one, I've heard of this author, and I'm going to definitely read this one, The Circle, just because this author is famous. I see his books everywhere, and I need to read one by him. Another one on Zucked is After On by Rob Reed. Another one on Zucked is Irresistible by Adam Alter. Another one on Zucked is Glow Kids by Nicholas Caradaris. Another one on Zucked is It's Complicated by Donna Boyd. Another one on Zucked is Twitter and Tear Gas by Zineb Tafusiki. All these are going to be on the show notes. Messing with the Enemy by Clint West is an, another recommendation from Zucked. And lastly, The 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts Right Now by Jaron Lanier. Another one added is Mindhunter by John Douglas. And that's on the Joe Rogan podcast. Michael Malice was talking about that. The Upstarts by Brad Stone. I was looking at the Everything Store, looking for books that are similar. You know, the customers also bought. And uh, this Upstarts looks good. It's by the same author of the Everything Store. And lastly, Automate This by Christopher Steiner. I saw this also as a, and the customers also bought when I was looking at that Brad Stone book. So books on podcasts and authors on podcasts, like I mentioned earlier, Joe Rogan had Michael Malice on his podcast. He talks a lot about books, but he's also an author, and that's what inspired me to read that book that he just gonna he just wrote. James Altucher podcast had Richard Calgard, and this one was interesting because this author wrote a book about. I'm older, I'm 36, and how to like reinvent yourself and be able to still pursue any desires, goals you have, and how to do it at a later age and have the mindset and gives a lot of case studies of people who have done it successfully. So lastly are the stats for the week. So the books for May, I'm at 20 books for the month. Pages for May, I'm at 5,028 pages. So the books for the year of 2019, I'm at 94. And the pages for the year of 2019, I'm at 23,505 pages. So that's it. I'll catch you on the next one.